Hello, and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan, and it's a pleasure to have you here. It is April 20th, and we will be reading paragraphs 855 through 862 today. And we will continue with uh, the Church is Catholic, and start with the Church is Apostolic. And we begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Church's mission stimulates efforts towards Christian unity. Indeed, divisions among Christians prevent the Church from realizing in practice the fullness of Catholicity proper to her and those of her sons, who, though joined to her by baptism, are yet separated from full communion with her. Furthermore, the Church herself finds it more difficult to express in actual life her full Catholicity in all its aspects. The missionary task implies a respectful dialogue with those who do not yet accept the gospel. Believers can profit from this dialogue by learning to appreciate better those elements of truth and grace which are found among peoples, and which are, as it were, a secret presence of God. They proclaim the good news to those who do not know it, in order to consolidate, complete, and raise up the truth and the goodness that God has distributed among men and nations, and to purify them from error and evil. For the glory of God, the confusion of the demon, and the happiness of men. Roman numeral four, the church is apostolic. The church is apostolic because she is founded on the apostles in three ways. One, she was and remains built on the foundation of the apostles, the witnesses chosen and sent on mission by Christ himself. Two, with the help of the Spirit dwelling in her, the church keeps and hands on the teaching, the good deposit, the salutary words she has heard from the apostles. Three, she continues to be taught, sanctified, and guided by the apostles until Christ's return. Through their successors in pastoral office, the College of Bishops, assisted by priests in union with the successor of Peter, the Church's supreme pastor. You are the eternal shepherd who never leaves his flock untended. Through the apostles, you watch over us and protect us always. You made them shepherds of the flock to share in the work of your Son. The Apostles' Mission Jesus is the Father's emissary. From the beginning of his ministry, he called to him those whom he desired, and he appointed twelve, whom he also named apostles, to be with him and to be sent out to preach. From then on, they would also be his emissaries, Greek apostoloi. In them, Christ continues his own mission. As the Father has sent me, even so I send you. The Apostles' ministry is the continuation of his mission. Jesus said to the twelve, He who receives you, receives me. Jesus unites them to the mission he received from the Father, as the Son can do nothing of his own accord, but receives everything from the Father who sent him. So those whom Jesus sends can do nothing apart from him, from whom they received both the mandate for their mission and the power to carry it out. Christ's apostles knew that they were called by God as ministers of a new covenant, servants of God, ambassadors for Christ, servants of Christ, and stewards of the mysteries of God.
In the office of the apostles, there is one aspect that cannot be transmitted, to be chosen witnesses of the Lord's resurrection, and so the foundation stones of the church. But their, also, their office also has a permanent aspect. Christ promised to remain with them always. The divine mission entrusted by Jesus to them will continue to the end of time, since the gospel they handed on is the lasting source of all life for the church. Therefore, the apostles took care to appoint successors. The bishops, successors of the apostles. In order that the mission entrusted to them might be continued after their death, the apostles consigned, by will and testament as it were, to their immediate collaborators the duty of completing and consolidating the work they had begun, urging them to tend to the whole flock in which the Holy Spirit had appointed them to shepherd the church of God. They accordingly designated such men and then made the ruling that likewise on their death other proven men should take over their ministry. Just as the office which the Lord confided to Peter alone as first of the apostles, destined to be transmitted to his, to his successors as a permanent one, so also endures the office which the apostles received of shepherding the church, a charge destined to be exercised without interruption by the sacred order of bishops. Hence the church teaches that the bishops have by divine institution taken the place of the apostles as pastors of the church, in such wise that whoever listens to them is listening to Christ, and whoever despises them despises Christ, and him who sent Christ. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatechism.com, and you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all, and may these teachings handed down by the apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.